because looking at the top of the mountain range, that's the that's the that's his tent. So on the top of the mountain range is snow all throughout the year. In the day, in the villages, it is very hot. But in the night, in the same village, it's minus is less than minus. It's less than zero. It's minus something. Anyhow, we had to now squeeze Pastor Qatar to sleep with the men who are all in one place and the wife to join the ladies. But nevertheless, no heater and we're all frozen. And I think that's the place where the boy contacted the cold. And when we were going back, it was vomiting several before we got to. But it's an experience. We will talk more about that on Sunday. But tonight, my admonition for you is very brief. Very, very brief. You can take away the pictures. We will try and print those pictures. Whenever we come from trip like that, we print pictures and put it there with labels that people can see. But one of the things that you will appreciate when you go to a place like that, you have heard from those who went, if people can serve God, they walk 10 kilometers or miles, whatever they call it, to get to church. And let me say this to you, this is not walking on a flat ground. This is walking, climbing the mountain, and then climbing further, and then climbing further, before they get to church. And when we were, before we arrived, many of them have arrived. Because they expected us to come early in the morning, but the journey took longer. The place where we meet them was overflowing outside. These are converted Hindus. And maybe a few sick among them. The hall was jammed and people were standing. And as we are ministering others, we are hearing more are coming. There is great hunger for the Lord. They don't have microphone. Well, there is one PA system there, but that is not the issue. They use their voices to praise God with percussions and that's it. And they look happier than many people in London. Oh, yes. And I told those who went that, you see that you guys, you need to thank God for being in London at all. Because these guys, the place where CFT is going to be built, that is the place where CFT now meets. Where they meet now is the house of one of our members. You will see me in a cap and a jacket. Do you have that one on the place? Put it there, let's see it. One of the, the, the first person that received the gospel in, in that region, who is a CFT member, she, no, he was from Voodoo, uh, from the priestly family of Hindus. His conversion brought 24 people. When he gave his life to Jesus, 24 people followed him straight away. All right? And so, where there is no place for them to stay, to use, so he gave his house. And that house, their community is on the rock, on the mountain cliff. That is me. You won't see it very well with this light. You see, the way I'm dressed there, why do you remove it again? It's alright. The way I'm dressed there, that man sewed the cap and he sewed the jacket. And he also sewed 
an offering bag. I will show you that on Sunday. The offering bag took him 10 minutes to make. He is a very wealthy man. He is a very influential man, rather. And very well known among the low and the high. But his house is where the church is. Then they showed me the place where they are building CFT church. And when they showed me that place, (laughs) my faith was challenged. It was challenged because where they are holding the church now is high, high hall, okay, like, like, like in that place, you know, that overflow. Let's say that's, they hacked that into the rock. Then they now showed me from that overflow to here, okay? And it is rock sloping down. And I asked them, how will you build the church in a slopey rock? They said they will mount the pillars here to the height of that, then they will now extend that church there to the new church. While they will now partition the middle for other uses. So that the church where they are before now can be extended to accommodate the whole people. But how that will, be, will happen, I can't explain it to you, but because they will take a lot of civil engineering jargon. But understand, these guys don't build with RSJs. Really, their technology for structure is stunning. Very, very stunning. And they are locals. They build it by themselves. However, what's about you? While I was going, I was teaching you on spell and curses. But I will continue on that on Sunday and teach you about the vehicles of spell. But you all understand that spell is where the person is controlling another person's mind. So that the action of that person is no more his action, but the one who spells. But tonight, just for about 15 minutes, I want to show you something about what you have been reading. You know, in our Bible study, today we entered into Romans 11 to what? 16, 1 Corinthians 11. I know you will look at that before you come here. (laughs) But let me say this to you. Have you learned a lot from the Bible studies? Even, don't worry if you have not been able to meet up with the daily routine. It's not a problem. But you, the daily, the daily routine is such that if you don't meet it up, you have a conscience that I need to do so. Yes? Come on, actually, let's speak. Aha. Uh-huh. And you look for a way to compensate for it, isn't it? That is one of the things that God wants to achieve, to turn your heart towards Him. We are talking about being curious to serve God and serving God really committedly. You understand it demands a lot of discipline. But at the same time, there is something I will tell you because a group of, of you have created um, uh, WhatsApp and they communicate and I look at what you are writing and sharing. If you look at it, you have learned many new things from the gospel, isn't it? Come on now, let's speak. You learned new things from the gospel. There are some things about Jesus Christ that you have not really considered. Let me give you an example. Did you consider that John was a cousin of Jesus? And when Jesus came, he did not recognize him. Because he said the Lord, that God told him, 
whoever the spirit rests upon and remains that's the messiah so all the life of john and jesus christ though they recognized themselves as cousins but when john went to the wilderness and then the time for jesus came, he didn't recognize him as his cousin he didn't even recognize him at all another thing that you will recognize is the affirmation of christ about himself and the confirmation from john about jesus there's a lot that you will read in those scriptures and the epistle also a lot you will have you will have seen a lot of things that you i and dot in the epistle now we're going to finish it by the end of may revelations is finished now you have read the whole new testament together with some parts of the old testament by two months you know when we go to may at the end of may we're going to june isn't it what we are going to do in june is comparatives of what we have been reading i'm not into i read the whole bible no 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 no. that's not it no that's not it our reason for reading one to discipline our hearts towards reading the scriptures that's the first thing i want to achieve second thing is that i want to achieve a, a, you know a, a, a discipline that every day you must read the bible that is study the word of god but when we go into may into june we want to achieve intellectual reasoning that's what we want to achieve and you know when we look at the whole scriptures we have read we'll go through it again but now not like reading chapter by chapter we want to look at the comparison we want to look at the correlation we want to look at a few other things uh, so that you can now teach what to read that is going to be the next assignment so if you have not read it you are still going to read it the one you did not read, you will still read it. But you know, tonight, I want to remind us about something. We are living in the end time. Very, very much end time. And this is one of the sisters who give testimony said, Apostle said, the anointing that we are receiving this year is for commissioning. And I said that because that is what the Lord told me. So that you and I have been empowered to do the job. If you look at the book of John, therefore, chapter 17, in verse 18, it says, As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. God sent Jesus. Jesus sent me. Holy Ghost sent past me. Let's see together. God sent Jesus. Jesus sent me. Holy Ghost sent past me. Say it again. Okay, you are reciting it like in the old cathedral. I want us to speak those things to our spirits. Shall we repeat those statements again? God sent Jesus. Jesus sent me. Holy Ghost empowered me. Now, in the book of that John, chapter 17, Jesus says, As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Now, we must recognize something that this statement of Christ was a statement he made when he was about to die. And when a man is about to die, and a man who knows he's going to die, the last season of his death, he concentrates on the most important that he wants his people to know. He doesn't tell stories. He's not into teaching anymore. Now he's into leaving a legacy and instruction Helping them to have full understanding of what they are called for. And this is amazing when Jesus said here, that as the Father sent me, I also have sent you. 
Now, how did the Father send Jesus? No Christian can understand this statement unless you first know how the Father sent Jesus. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. It says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power. Now listen to me. If Jesus says, As the Father sent me, I have sent you also. It means, therefore, that if God sending Jesus is revealed by saying how God anointed Jesus with Holy Spirit and power, therefore we can deduce or agree together. Anyone that John 17, 18 is applicable to, Acts chapter 10, 38 suffices. So if Jesus sent you the way the Father has sent him, it means that you can read, as God anointed Alfred Williams with Holy Spirit and power. Are we in agreement? Come on now, speak, church. How God anointed, I can't hear your name say, with what? Say it again, how God anointed, with what? Come on, say it again. How God anointed? With what? So there is nothing that God had done to Jesus that has not been transferred to you and I. Nothing. You know, I remember that girl who was, you know, when doctor gave his own testimony, he's a little bit more doctoric. <laughs> it's different from the report of um, the other sister. I remember we were going out of the auditorium in Chandigarh, and as we were going out to go and eat, they brought this woman to me and blocked our, our path. And in the hands of this man, the father, in the hands of this man is a child that looked like a dead child, really. Because he was holding the child like that, the neck flew over. As if the neck was not functioning. The hands was all over the place. The legs were all over the place. And the pastor Kata said, Papa, this child is paralyzed from birth. Leg don't move, hand don't move. And the neck was like somebody who has a palsy or who cannot control the neck. You move the head to try to control the neck, the neck will swing the other way. And I held that child, and I began to pray. And instantly, the legs that were gone began to do that. Before. And the two legs went up and were shaking like that. The two legs were shaking right on the spot, were shaking like that. The hands were shaking like that. And the mother was amazed, and the father was amazed. Everybody was torn. You know, something with us is... Those of us who believe in Jesus, every one of us. One thing about us is to just accept what the Bible says, that it is true as it said. That can be constituted by two things. Number one, a Christian who doesn't read the Bible have nothing in him to help him understand or believe the Bible. Number two, a Christian who reads the Bible may be spelled by Satan. You know, spell is... Walking in the intellect of a person and suggesting thoughts contrary to the truth. That is spell. This is the truth you know. But another thought will come to your mind which is counterfeit, which is not the truth. And thoughts, of course, we understand that thoughts that are contrary to the word of God have its roots in only two entities. 
It may have its root in the flesh of man, and it may have its root from demonic forces. Either it has its root in the flesh of man or demonic forces. Satan rule over the flesh. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to verse 3. Therefore, because Satan is able to do that and deter believers, that's the reason why the power of God is limited in manifestation upon the earth. Now, next month in our calendar is the month of... I put you on the spot now, didn't I? Come on now, next month is the month of... I'm happy that I can hear some transformation little by little by little. Let everybody catch the fire together. It's the month of what? Hallelujah. Somebody said it, we all believe it. Amen. Amen. And the scripture you are given for next month is the, is the, is the book of what? Corinthians? Second Corinthians? Three verse... Okay, that's good that it's not there. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. What does it say? Whenever anyone turns to the Lord, yes, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let the Word of God richly dwell in you. This book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. Listen to me. That is the reason why believers, many believers, are not operating the world. <clears throat> Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I sent you. And the Bible says, if we inquire to how God sent Jesus, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power. Tell somebody, I am anointed with Holy Spirit and with power. Say it again, I'm anointed. You know when you speak from your spirit, it manifests instantly. That is what speaking from the spirit is. You begin from the flesh, you end up in the spirit. The power of repetition is to get you out of your mindset, mind realm. It began from your mind and it will enter into your heart realm. It is the word that comes out of your heart into your mouth that changes things all around you. And so we're going to say, God anointed me with Holy Ghost and power. Say it again. One more time. Say after me, I am an anointed of the Lord. I am full of the Holy Spirit of God. I am full of the power of the Most High. What Jesus can do, I can do. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Listen to me. I'm going to bring some children up on my television program in the month of May. In this church, kids like this, that God is using in England for some terrifying things in God from this house. God anointed Jesus with Holy Ghost and power. You don't need any other anointing. Because Jesus said, as God sent me, I sent you. Okay? Which means that the anointing God gave Jesus, he didn't take it to heaven, he sent it to you. In the form of the Holy Spirit. If nothing is happening to you since you believe in Jesus, that does not mean the anointing is not there. The anointing is there. 
Alright, the anointing is there. A child, a girl, a, a child that is born as a girl has womb. Alright, the ability to have a child is inside that, that girl. It's only waiting to grow and mature. And when the child, the child grows, every enzyme, every hormone or whatever they call it, every, every ability womb and stuff will manifest. And that child will carry another human being in her womb. But she was born a girl. They are all there. Those things don't happen to you as you grow. They are all there. They only develop as you grow. Isn't it? So from the day you accepted Jesus, the anointing is upon you. That is what the word of God says. God anointed it with Holy Spirit and with power. But let me help you understand. When God anointed Jesus with Holy Spirit and power, what made the anointing work? Jesus from, the, from birth to the age of 30, the Bible tells us it's the preparation time of Jesus Christ. At that time, nobody heard about him. But the anointing was from the womb. Nobody heard about him. Alright? People knew him as a carpenter. But when it came to the fullness of time, it shifted. The difference between you and Jesus, the difference between we, us, and Jesus is this. We don't have to wait till 30 years before we are commissioned. From the time a man is in Christ Jesus, 2 Corinthians 5.17 applies, he is a new creature or creation. The Bible says old things are passed away, all things have become new. Let me say this to you. If you study medicine and you graduate as a doctor, and you go to the hospital, and then you do not see yourself as a doctor, I am sure that you will not be able to operate anybody. Because it's a thing to learn medicine, it's a thing to graduate as a doctor, it's another thing to operate human beings in the theater. For anyone to take a knife and open up a woman or open up a man, open up the womb and open up people and begin to perform operation, that person that did not only learn medicine, he, he knows he's a medical doctor. He has a conviction in his heart that he is a medical doctor. And it is that conviction, that power of conviction that don't lose the intellect. A lawyer may, you may be a lawyer, it doesn't mean that you'll be a good advocate. For you to be able to defend the cause of someone in the law court, you must be very convinced that you are a lawyer. There are lawyers who go to the law court and they mumble jumble. And so is you too, as a Christian. If you do not have the knowledge that you have been anointed already, you will be spending hours and days fasting and praying for what you already have. That is what some Christians do. It is not fasting and prayer that brings the manifestation. Come on now. No, fasting and prayer is necessary for a Christian for many reasons. He has his own path. Listen to me. But if you look at what Jesus is saying here, what the Bible is saying, God anointed Jesus Christ, Holy Ghost and power. But the anointing was in him. It did not manifest until something happened. Let me show you what happened. In the same verse it says, And how Jesus went around or about, Doing what? Good. That is what released the anointing. That girl that is paralyzed that was healed in India last week, or this, this it was last week, she would not have been healed if we didn't go about. If I was here throughout last week and I spent the whole week with you and next week, this week I'm here, the girl would still be paralyzed there. Who knows? That paralysis may kill the girl. Who knows? It may frustrate the parents. Do you know something? I was sharing this today with some people who were with me. Do you know the reason why Satan brings trouble to people? 
Do you know the reason why in a marriage, I'm going to teach you this on Sunday, a man who loved, who said love the woman, start beating up the woman, and the woman start fighting the husband, and the children start disobeying the parents, and the parents all over the whole place. Do you know why? One thing, the only one reason the devil does that. The devil has an intention that by, by subduing people to torture, mental abuse, and to physical abuse, those people will deny Christ who have accepted Christ. And others who have not accepted Christ will blame God for their predicament. That is the reason why the devil does all those things. Just to hinder man from entering into God. Are you with me now? But I'm going to teach you on Sunday how you can block out the enemy. Hallelujah, somebody. Yay! (laughs) Satan will not prosper in your life. I am so happy when God reveals to me the secret of life. Satan will be frustrated. You will, I will show you how to frustrate the devil. Let me help you know this. Maybe I should give you a hint. The Lord told me this. Anything that you possess in the world, show me what you own among them. I own nothing. Everything that you possess in this world is not yours. It was given unto you. So if you don't have it again, that shouldn't kill you. Are we together now? Oh, I was married, I had a wife, or I had a husband. But now my husband walked away and I'm the only one. Cut it off. Simple. Because you didn't come to this world with husband. Hello, somebody? Is there any woman here who, when they gave birth to you, you were, you were holding the hand of another man, both of you came out of your mother's womb and said, this is my husband. It didn't happen like that. It's in this world, someone showed up and said, I want to marry you, yeah? And you said, yes. And then after some time, he said, I'm going... Hallelujah. As you were before, that's what you are now. So what do you do? Go ahead. Go ahead straight away. Because your life is not contained of what came to you, it's contained of what you came with. That is the number one principle that can make the devil terribly mad. And we will make him mad. Come on now, I say I will make the devil mad. I will only make God happy, amen. Really, when a Christian is frustrated by the, all the bamboozlement of the devil, and you begin to now doubt who you are, begin to doubt God, God is wondering, why should he do that to me? But when you ignore everything the devil does, and whenever you open your mouth in the midst of all those circumstances, the only thing that comes out of your mouth is, His hallelujah belongs to <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh, my hallelujah. <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. My hallelujah belongs. Are you move on. Everything that you own on earth were given to you. Are we together now? Jesus went about doing good, not backbiting. He went about doing good, not fighting. He went about making life of people happy. He's looking for people who have been run down by the devil so that he can bring them back to cause. Because he has a heart. To do good, that's the reason why the anointing worked for him. Change your heart, move about, and the anointing will work for you. Simple. Did we fast on our trip? Did I call any one of you to fasting? Have I ever called anybody when I go for mission field or crusades to fast with me? No, 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 no. Have I done that? 
Did I ask you that we must have intercession now? We are in the land of Hindu. We must pray all overnight and then disturb ourselves instead of sleeping. Did I do that to you? Come on now. It's not by power or by might. It is by my spirit. It is by the understanding of the spiritual. It's the, the understanding of the word of God. If an ambassador is sent and he does not have to fast to operate his, uh, his office, why should I fast? Because I want to do what God said. The Bible says Jesus went about. He fasted already, but this time it's not fasting time. He went about doing good. He was looking for someone to help, someone to bless. He has a heart and compassion for the poor, for the sick. And because of that compassion, the anointing has to work. He has to work. So God told you in Christ of the Barnacle this year, go about. Don't come to overcomers vigil alone. Tell somebody. Do everything in your power to let people know the truth is here. I wish I, I had gotten the, 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 the letter written by one of those people from Canada to come and read to you. God is in this house. The power of God is upon you. But you have to go tell. Go tell. Don't let the devil shut your mouth. Go tell. Those who go to place of lie, they tell everybody and invite people to the place of lie. Those who are in the household of God, Satan spell many of us. Don't tell them. If you have a good thing, what should you do? Speak! When you get to the marketplace, you will find somebody sick. Go ask him, I want to pray with you. He say, please, you can do. Command him to be healed. Don't say, Father, please, I let your will be done. The will of God is for the sick to be healed. Because of the law of the land, you need to get their permission to pray for them. In England, you cannot just go and intrude five of somebody and lay hands on them. You can't do that. The, the Bible tells us to respect the law of the land. You ask the person, tell the person about the love of Christ. Tell the person about the Jesus who had healed the cripple in chapter 5 of John. And Jesus who had gone about doing good. And tell that person, I would like to pray with you if you wouldn't mind. What you will receive is, please do. Those that God have marked for salvation can only come to salvation if someone tells them. So go and tell, go and tell, go and tell, go and tell. Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For what? It is the power of God unto salvation. Unto who? To them who believe it. Jesus went about and he was doing good. Then, and healing all. It is the good that he was doing that brought the healing that followed. I'm sure that you remember some of the parts of the book of Mark now. He went about and he was healing all who were under the power of the devil. Because what? God was with him. When a Christian goes about and testifies about God, God will always be with you. I'm almost finishing with you now. But I don't want you to miss this. Listen to me. Listen attentively. Who has the power of life and death? Answer me. God. Who has the power to bring low and to lift high? God. God is the one who determines heights and he can decide to just elevate a man. And everybody will be shouting the name of that person suddenly. The person may not be qualified. But everybody said, we want him. 
That person may not be the most qualified. Everybody will be singing the praise of that person. God is the one who does it. Listen to me, therefore. If God does so, if really will we human will really be very, very much intelligent. Who do we commit to? God! He can raise man from the dust of the earth. He can bring low the mighty. If he decide anything he decides, that's what he can do. Now let me help you know this. If you and I live a life to satisfy him only, he can never decide evil about us. Impossible. He can't. He cannot. It is not possible for him to do that. So that's the reason why Satan tries to hinder us from doing his will. Can you imagine a Christian locking himself and fasting and praying for power when sinners are dying and going to hell? Oh, maybe if, if somebody is listening to me on television live now and that's what you were taught, let me tell you something. Let me help you straighten your theology up or your divinity study up. Jesus fasted before he went and he went on mission. Okay? Did you hear that during the mission he had he fasted again for 30 days and 30 nights? Or 40 days and 40 nights? Oh, how many times did you read in the Bible that Elijah fasted? Once. Yes. Once. What about um, Moses? Once. Listen to me. It doesn't mean that they don't fast maybe one day or two days along the line. But the fasting for power only was once. Because power had not been given. Elisha, why did Elisha not fast 40 days? He had received the power. Because when the mantle, when Elijah was when he held the mantle. The mantle fell down and he picked the mantle. That's why he doesn't need to go and fast for the power. He received the mantle. Now you have received the Holy Spirit. What are you fasting for power for? Come on, answer me. For power, faith releases power. Not fasting. Fasting is an instrument to humble you so that you can become more godly. And that's why I told you, first, second, third of the month, spend it fasting, cleansing yourself of all garbage. You are struggling with holiness, fasting will help you. You are struggling with cutting off a company that is satanic, a company that takes you into sin all the time, and you can't get rid of it. Fasting will help you. It's for you. Fasting is not for God. Fasting will not change the mind of God. The mind of God is set. Are you with me now? And his mind for you is this, to bless you. It doesn't change. His mind is to use you. He doesn't change. But he has prerequisite conditions for each of those stuff. God doesn't change at all. So, don't you think you're fasting, you're fasting and say, God, give me power, God, give me... He has given you power. The first time Jesus appeared to me, I wanted to ask him, give me power. I was looking at him. Inside me, I was trying to speak. My tongue could not utter the word. I can recognize the reason why he sees that tongue. Because the power has been given already. Why am I going to ask for what he has been giving me? And when the time came that he sent me forth, I didn't fast. I remember some of the Christians I was doing, people would say that, oh, you know, the man of God will be fasting, and the witches confined together, let us give him something to break, and which is poison. Unfortunately, I don't fast in warfare, because he already has sent me. He didn't send me here to come and fast, he sent me here to, to heal the broken, to break the bondage of sin. 
When I fast at home, I fast for cleansing and for strength in my spirit so that I can see better. But to see miracles, go tell. Last scripture, Mark 16, let's look at from verse 17 to 23. Let's just go ahead. 16, 17. And it says, and this sign, that infrose on freeze. Mark 16, Hallelujah. <laughs> That's why I told you that some people have been doing www.www.com. So one of you should go and invent .go. <laughs> so that every time you press it, it will go. Shall we read together? You know what I love in this scripture? It says it will accompany, which means the bodyguard. Yes. Yes. This time we accompany. Yes. Accompany somebody means you, you know, when you are standing, they are surrounding you. Being your bodyguard. And what did this verse say? In my name, not in my fasting, in your fasting. In my name, they will drive out demons. That is not honorable. That is, you recklessly drive them out. Disgrace them. They will speak a new tongue. What does the next one say? Shall we read together? They will pick up snakes in their hands. And when they bring them before they will not allow them at all. Then? They will place their hands on sickness. Yes! Yes! He didn't say the apostle will place his hands on sick people. He didn't say the prophet or pastor will do that. He said, you who believe. Come on now. Amen. You who believe. That's the reason why the devil only contends with your belief. With your belief. I am happy that those who listen to my voice across the globe, they are free from, they are no more victims of liars. Somebody, a man of God is here. Some people just you are the good. Another man of God is here, they run. Another man of God is here, they run. And dupe them, take their money, bankrupt them, and then they come back to their churches, empty. In their church, they may not be tithing. There's no power in all those things. They are all deceivers. Let me help you understand something. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This Bible tells me that you listening to me now, as long as you are born again, the power that is upon Christ is upon you. Okay? Not only that, it says to me that if anybody poisons you, it's a joke. Did you not read last, during the week? During the week we read the book of Acts. Finished now, isn't it? Yes, sir. Today is Friday. Yes, sir. When Paul got to Malta, what happened? He, he, after he st- spoke to all of them and they were stubborn and, and they, they had shipwreck, alright, a viper stung him. Snake, venomous snake. And the people said, ah, this man, he must be very evil. Because he escaped the judgment of God in the shipwreck, now the law of tribution is catching up on him. He will certainly die. But they are the one thinking so. Paul has shaken his hand and the snake 
fell into fire, and Paul continued to do what he was doing. He didn't ask for help. He didn't say, oh, he, did, he, he, he shook the venomous snake with his venom into the fire. The snake that came to wrap upon his hand, Paul understood Jesus said, if you handle a serpent, it will not hurt you. Paul understood what Jesus promised in the book of Mark. He shook it into the fire and he continued his business. And the people were the one observing that two minutes, three minutes, thirty minutes, it's one hour. He didn't. He didn't swell. They said. He read our scripture very well. They said he did not swell because they expected the hand was swollen, and he did not swell, and the venom did not poison him. You will drink deadly poison. It will not harm you. I went to a house in Nigeria sometime. Girl was involved in witchcraft, and I went to the house to pray for her, and the parents received me. And this girl, when the mother came and they asked me, what would you drink? I said, Fanta. And the mother went and got the Fanta in a crystal clear glass. And when they brought the Fanta to me, the girl came in, all right, and opened the Fanta. And when she opened the Fanta, God opened my eyes and I saw from the palm of the girl a substance went into my drink. Alright? But physically nobody sees anything. And she poured that Fanta into a crystal clear glass. And I took the Fanta and I drank. Give thanks to God and I drank. And she stood behind the door and I drank half of the glass. In those days, I love Fanta. Now, I don't like Fanta anymore. But, yeah, because they told me that I'm getting older, I should refrain from drinks that they put a lot of sugar. Hallelujah, somebody. It's you, doctor, who said it's on our bed. So, I drank that, that cup half and left the rest half. And suddenly, as we were talking, before our physical eyes, a rest substance emerged in the crystal clear glass. And that rest substance emerged just little, little thin like this. And before our eyes, it began to grow and swell. And then it took over the whole cup. And then the mom, the mom said, what is this? What is this? What is this? I said, call your daughter. You must see. Amen. Come on now. Yes, sir. You will see. Amen. Yes, Lord. Flesh give back to flesh, spirit give back to spirit. Every grace God placed upon my head shall rest upon everyone. Amen. It will rest upon you. I didn't fast for it. I didn't work for it. God just gave it to me. Yes, sir. The only thing I do is to serve Him. That's all. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who will stand this holy place with a pure heart and clean hands? That's all. That's all. God will give you pure heart. Amen. He will give you clean hands. Amen. All the worries of this world that Satan used to bamboozle, God will destroy it and deliver you from it. Yes. We met them in the world, we we'll leave them in the world. Listen to me. The mother said, This is poison because they are from another region and they know what they call Majili. He said, Where is this one? I said, Call your daughter. And they opened the door. The daughter was there. I said, come. I said, tell your mother how this substance came to my cup. And she said, me, 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 I don't know. I, don't. I said, you better be care. Hallelujah. <laughs> because they say, when a child is crying, only the mother understands. <laughs> eh? I won't tell you what mothers do in Nigeria. If they tell a child to stop crying, <coughs> thank you. 
Hallelujah. So I told, I, told, I told her, do you think I'm a blind man? Don't you know that Holy Spirit has eyes? His name is Jehovah Sees. If you don't tell how that stuff got to my drink, and I will now tell what will happen to you on the spot. A man of God was sitting down, and the same soldiers to come and destroy him. And the battalion came and I said, man of God, come down. We have come to arrest you. He said, if I'm a man of God, let fire consume you. Instantly they were consumed. That authority is in your own lips as well. It is a matter of people knowing who they are in their God. In their God. And the woman, the girl began to confess. Straight away. Because anything I declare will happen. It will happen. I don't have a reason to doubt that what I say will come to pass. And so he began to confess. We were 11 who came here. I mentioned the names of everybody who came. I was doing 90 days crusade then in 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 their church. Listen to me. Serve God with all your heart. Paul was tongue. I was poisoned. I didn't swear. Paul did not swear. And then the people changed their verdict and said, He is a God. They are not too far from being correct. Because the Bible says, Don't you know ye are gods? Ye are sons of the living God. A Christian, you have fear of nothing. Hello? Jesus said, You will lay hands on the sick and they shall all recover. Get well. And then verse 19. After the Lord Jesus has spoken to them, nothing happened. You never heard of them for 50 days. After he has spoken to them, he was taken up to heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Somebody who does not know where Jesus is, I think this is a pointer for you to know where he is. He didn't ascend to heaven for nothing. He has a seat in the right hand of the one who is the maker of heaven and earth. And he sits in the right hand of God. In the heavenly places. Come on now. That's the reason why whatever you ask God in His name, God will do it. If you can ask in faith and doubt what you are saying, they will surely come to pass. Look at what happened here. But after Jesus said this, for 50 days, nothing happened to these people. Nothing happened to them. Why? Because they are still waiting for the promise. Look at what happened in the next verse 20. Then the disciples went out and preached where? Everywhere. Had God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, but nothing happened until he went about doing good and then healing everyone. Go about and talk about Jesus. Go into the train and talk about it. Go into the plane. Everywhere talk about Jesus. Leave your problems alone. If your problem does not leave you, then leave him. What's the problem? (laughs) Hello, somebody. There is, a, there is a young man who was born without hands. Maybe all of you know him. And no legs, short, small legs, small hands. And they will carry him and put him on a table. And he's preaching the word of God. Stadium is filled up. Come on now. If you have two hands and two legs, then what's your problem? Drop your problem. If your problem don't leave you, leave your problem alone. How do you leave your problem? Stop talking about it. Don't give your problem title. All these days you talk about it, then has he changed? If he doesn't change, leave him. You change. Focus on he who is the author and finisher of your faith. He will make all things beautiful in his time. They went about 
Alright, and the Lord walked with them and confirmed his words by what? Signs that accompany it. Stand up on your feet now. We're going to pray. Lift up your voice to heaven and begin to praise God in a new tongue. Lift up your voice and begin to praise him. Give him praise who lives forever and ever. Oh, sovereign Lord, we worship you. Thank God for who you are. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God his honor. Thank God for his word. He is faithful to promise you. You are the one God had promised. Oh Lord our God, we exalt you. We magnify thee. Thank God for his promise. His gracious promises. Lord, we magnify thee. He is God and there is no other. Lift up your voice and give him praise. Give him praise who lives forever and ever. Oh, Lord, we magnify thee. It says these signs shall follow those who believe. These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out devils. In my name they will cast out devils. Lift up your voice and thank God for his glory. Thank God for his power. Thank God for his promise. Thank God that you are the one that Jesus is speaking about. This time will follow you who believe, you who believe, you who believe, you who believe, you who believe. In my name, Jesus says. Now we go in the name of the Lord. The Bible says, Blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice and worship him. Lift up your voice and worship him. Lift up your voice and worship him. Nandele ke sere doske pamoronde. Meskalobashu payamaronde surya. Give God the praise, give him praise, give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, celebrate, celebrate him, celebrate him. Gandra namasakale roktosoko balirande. You are the one that God had promised. You are the one that God is happy with. Begin to thank God, He who formed you. Jesus says that the Father has sent me, I have sent you. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Ghost that works in me. Thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost that works through me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, Lord God, begin to pray that the Lord will open your eyes to be able to see into the realm of the Word of God. Tell the Lord, open my eyes, Lord. Help me to see. Help me to see. But the mirror said to Jesus, I want to see. In the physical, he saw. Tell the Lord, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. I want to see. 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 I want to know. I want to understand. I want to see. I want to know. I want to understand. Lord, open my understanding. Lord, open my knowledge. Open my understanding. Open my sight. Let me see the realm of your spirit. I want you youths there to pray. Anyone among you is not praying, jack him up, jack him up, jack him up. At your age, I was seeing vision. Jesus was appearing to me at the age of nine. 
Lift up your voice and cry. We have children here, six, that are experiencing Jesus Christ. Come on now, speak to the Lord. Thank God for the power made available to you. Thank God for sending you. Thank God for choosing you. Thank God for the knowledge of heaven that he has given you. Thank God for the success he has given you. My King, oh Give me sight to God. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Say amen. amen. When I look at you, I'm happy for you. There are rulers of Europe among you. Don't worry about Brexit. Britain, I say Britain in the future back in Europe. Oh yeah, mark my words. The position of Britain in this season to next year and the year after. It's though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil. I can see the compass of this country walking in the valley of the shadow of death. By our choice. But for those who are committed to the Lord Jesus, He will lay a table before you in the desert place. I wish those who lead have the ear to hear from the Spirit. But it's not gifted to man for leadership, it's gifted only to those who believe in the Lord Jesus. Listen to me though there may be fire, there may be flames. Though there may be storms and hurricanes, and everything might be shaken, but you will not take part in it. You will not be shaken. I see a people raised by God in the new dispensation of United Kingdom and Europe. God raising them from this house. Listen to me, therefore. You are going to pray. What will become of you tomorrow if God opens your eyes to see some of you will be sleeping in church? What God wants to do with this house? Zechariah chapter 2, verse 3. It says, Then the angel who was speaking to me left, and another angel came to meet him and said to him, Run, tell that young man, Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of men and livestock. Livestock in those days stand for wealth. Livestock in it. And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory. There are four major things there. 
The first thing is this. It says that you will be a city without war. We're going to pray. Every wall around CFC globally. Father, I'll break them down. That's the first prayer. When you pray concerning Christ with Tabernacle, I've said to you that are many CFT has more members outside our churches more than the members in our churches. I tell you. You are going to pray. I'll tell you something thereafter before we close. Jerusalem be. You will tell the Lord Father, this is the house of Christ with Tabernacle, the house of the living God. Every wall, break them down. The second thing is that now be the wall of fire around us and the glory within us. And the fourth thing he says, he says, the wall will be because of great number of men and livestock. That limitations will be taken away from this house because we will multiply in number and we will multiply exponentially in resources. So we are going to tell the Lord, fulfill these at this time. Let the walls be broken. Multiply our numbers. Multiply our resources. Be the wall of fire around us and the glory within us. Lift up your voice and let's pray together. Oh, sovereign Lord, you said it. Christ, faith, tabernacle shall be a city without war. Because of the large number of people. We call forth our sons and daughters from afar. We command the north to give up, the south not to hold back. We command the east to give up and the west not to hold back. Surround us, Lord, with the wall of fire. Surround our houses with the wall of fire. Surround us with the wall of fire. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. from our lives. CFT shall spread to the east and the west. Resources abundantly break the wall and take over the limitation. Let there be manifestation of great resources. Wealth of the world be manifest in this house. We call you to the midst of Christ's faith tabernacle. Wealth of the world, we call you to the midst of Christ's faith tabernacle. Blessings from heaven. Blessings from heaven. Let it fall. 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 Our mind, our brain, our knowledge, our understanding. Let it be blessed, oh God. Multiply, oh Christ, with tabernacle in number of men and resources. In every nation that you are, the great and the small of the nations shall begin to come to your door. Your doors shall stand open day and night, O Christ, by tabernacle. We call for a number of men and women, children and old, ordained by God, wealth of the nation. Come, 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 come. Hey, my God and my King. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Lift up your voice and thank God for you. Thank God for the transformation you are about to enter in the new month. The month of May is the month of transformation. Though there may be judgment across the earth, but you shall be transformed. There may be judgment of God in the globe, but you shall be transformed. 
For when they say peace, peace, disaster shall strike upon them, says the Lord. Who can plot against the Most High? He sees in the midst of light and sees through in darkness. He sees through the heart and intention of man. He destroys the coalition of the devil. He is God and there is no other. We worship you, O God of Jacob. God of Isaac, God of Abraham, we salute you. Champion of heaven and God of everything. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. If you came with a bottle of oil, let me pray over it. Just pick it up, open it, and I will speak into it. If you are sick in your body as well, I will pray over you. And the Lord will heal you. Oh God, my King. According to your holy word, I pray, we are entering to the month of transformation. Every veil I command it to be removed in the name of Jesus. In the area of confusion, I command receive direction. Oh Lord my King, everyone under my voice across the globe, in the area that the enemy had cased you, I command the limits of Satan to be lifted off you. You will spread out. I say you will spread out. To the east and the west, you will spread out. The promotion that you have been looking for, which have been deprived of you, in the month of May, it shall be brought to you. The Lord will bring you to remembrance. After the flood, God remembered Noah. The days of your flood is over. I say, in the month of May, the Lord will bring you to remembrance. Oh Lord my God. You said that young man, Jerusalem shall be a city without war. Because of surplus, 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 increase, 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 increase. I decree the spirit of increase to rest upon you. I decree increase such that will destroy every limitation. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. The wall of fire from heaven surround you in your home. It surrounds you wherever you go. In the area that the devil has prevailed over you in the past. I decree from this hour the enemy shall rise up against you. It shall form before you. In those areas, you shall prevail against the devil. And the name of the Lord shall be glorified. God mark you with honor. God mark you with mercy. God mark you with favor. Even now, in the name of Jesus Christ, every ill health in your body, beginning from your physical body, to your organs, your lungs, your heart, your kidney, liver, pancreas, your blood, the veins of your body, the ashes of your body, the cell that, 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 that compose your body, every cell in your brain, healed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When God made man, he was perfect. 
God was satisfied in the creation of his hand. Anything contrary to God's satisfaction. I command it to be removed in the name of Jesus. Father, send the angels to weed Let them weed them out in the name of Jesus. Let the storm blow. Let the storm blow. The storm of fire. In your body you are transformed. In your mind you are transformed. In your family you are transformed. In your work you are transformed. In your positive life you are transformed. In your brain you are transformed. In your heart you are transformed. Yay! I speak to your source. Transformation in the name of Jesus Christ. As you go to the end of this month. And enter to the new month, the month of May. Everything I spoke tonight shall come to pass in your life. It is your time to laugh at the devil. It is your season to be celebrated by men. Your enemies will celebrate you. Demons will bow before you. Angels will celebrate you in the name of Jesus Christ. God gave eyes that man may see. And Jesus said, flesh give by the flesh, faith give by the spirit. Your spirit eyes are switched on in the name of Jesus, right? I said your spirit eyes are switched on in the name of Jesus. In understanding, you will understand. In knowing, you will have insights. You will never make a good decision and fail any longer. Decisions that will lead to regret, heaven will prevent you from taking them. Father, we bless your holy name. We glorify thee. I command that the power of God from heaven enter into this oil. Anyone that this oil shall be anointed with shall encounter transformation. The glory of heaven will surround them. And the power of God will work for them. So shall it be and so it is. Your story has changed from tonight. Ah, yes, says the Lord. The time of the devil has been fulfilled. The time of grace and mercy has come upon you. I say your story has changed from tonight. Ah, says the Most High. Those who mock you will celebrate with you. With their mouth they will say to you, we thought it would never happen. But now that your God has done it, we cannot but say. Ah, says the Lord. Those who say to you that it is finished, they will say to you, come, we never knew that your life has just begun. You shall be celebrated instead of scorn. Where you have been scorned, you shall be celebrated. Father, we bless you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We enter into Christ in God in the right hand of the Father. We take the wholeness from the spirit of the most high eternal one. And we come into the midst of men to manifest and perform. So shall it be. And so it is. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Jab your hands together for the king of heaven. Hallelujah. My hallelujah belong to... You know they are translated to India now, in CFT India. 
my hallelujah belongs to you. My hallelujah, my hallelujah belongs to you. Somebody say it. My hallelujah belongs to you.
over me has come. Yeah, my appointed time is now. Jam your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Take your seats in the heavenly places. Before I will call, we have Pastor Billy in the house today. Put your hands together for Pastor Billy. You will come and take our offering. The offering that we give in this meeting is all dedicated to the Voice of Hope, our television outreach. It's for mission. With television, is part of the mission. And so I will call him to come and do it. But before he comes, let me t- say you this to you. Privilege are those of you who are under this unction tonight. Because while we are singing, you deserve it. If you listen to my prayer when I was praying very well, you will recognize that the time I was praying, but the time I was discussing with the Lord. He spoke and I answered. He spoke and I answered. And then I said some things that he said. Whenever you are in church, be in church with your spirit. When you are led by anybody, follow that spirit very actively. Prophecies of things that will happen next month and thereafter has been spoken already. But you know, for you, I saw the hand of God busted an alabaster oil and it began to anoint people here. Because at the time, I was saying in my spirit that, Lord, I, the unction I felt, I want to lay hands on these people and anoint them. And I saw the hand of the Lord while we were singing, you deserve it, you deserve it. And he slapped the oil and he anointed everyone under this roof. Amen. I want to say this to you. Whenever God does things like that, some strange manifestation will follow. This is our time as a church. Can I say something to you? This church was seeking for something for two years. From some high authority. Which it became frustration. Because we communicated, we didn't hear back from them. I communicated, got through, and then after some time, you know, it was like they were dilly-dallying. But this week, the story changed. Amen. The man just wrote, before we went to, to India, that, I please, I want to come and see you in your auditorium. The time was India that I said, no, well, I'm going to India when I come. He said, yes. And when he came, I tell you something. And this is a fact. The, I asked him what he would drink or eat. He said it's not drinking or eating matter. He said, I am sorry for delaying you. He said, please, I am sorry. He spent the first 10 minutes expressing the reasons why he's sorry. And we were sitting down with the other professionals listening to him. And I called him by his name and I said, I had forgiven you. You know? And then he said, please accept my apology. We finished, we kept on talking and talking and talking. He said, I am so sorry. I said, it's enough. So, he told us, he gave us promises. That what we are waiting for is done already. And that cannot happen by anything but by God's favor. Your story has changed for good. Let's welcome Pastor. 
Billy. Offering time. Blessing time. Now please let's prepare our offering. To prepare, let's be convinced in our hearts that what our Father the Lord has spoken is what God is speaking to us and it shall happen as declared in Jesus' name. Over the last few months we have been experiencing a flow, outflow of God's mercy and his favor upon us. Greetings from our church in Birmingham. Our father and our mother, the Lord, were there. I tell you what happened is incredible. So I'm not surprised of what God is doing in India, has done, and continue to do in our midst. The Lord is wonderful and is good to us. Please, let's prepare our offering. I'll prepare, let's speak to God. And let's give to God, as we say the Lord deserves it. Let's give to Him a deserving offering tonight. Amen. Now the word of the Lord says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Amen. Please, if you are not a taxpayer, request for the green envelope. And if you do, blue. If you're a taxpayer, use the blue envelope. If you are not a taxpayer, use the green, please. If you're writing a check, write it to Christ Fifth Tabernacle. And the Lord will bless you. Let's bow down our head and pray and speak to God. For God is able to make all grace abound to us at all times. Let's ask Him as preparing to enter the man for transformation, even before the the month of transformation in the next few days, the Lord will visit us as our Father the Lord has spoken. We shall begin to see strange manifestations in our lives, in our finances. Please begin to talk to God. Talk to Him. Father, we thank you so much for this hour. We exalt your holy name because there is none like you. We appreciate you for all that you have done. Jehovah will glorify your name. Lord, I ask, O God, that your promise and the things that you have spoken to us through the mouth of your servant will come to pass. And every frustration is taken away from every life and the good that you have promised, Father, manifest at this hour in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise be to God. Let's stand as we give our offering cheerfully to God. Let's stand, please. Um, church have a special number so please take your seats while we minister to you stay thank you we're just gonna minister a song and it goes by the title of the lord's prayer um and i think it's actually very befitting after apostle having prayed um and we pray that as we minister this song to you you'll be blessed amen
shall we pray? Father, this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Lord, I ask that your holy fire will come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice, that your name may be glorified in Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. God bless you. Be seated. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Can I identify anyone who's joining us for the very first time tonight? If this is your very first time in Christ Faith Tabernacle, we'd like to give you a Christ Faith Tabernacle welcome. Can I ask that you please raise up your right hand? Anyone join us for the first time? Anyone join us for the first time or do I need to go to Specsavers? No one. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. I think we all need to plan to go to India and experience what it means to travel 10 hours up and down. Perhaps it will spur us on. We need to go out and we need to invite our friends. Our duty is just to tell. If we're proud about what God is doing in our lives, all we need to go and do is just to tell someone. So this week, we've got first, second, and third. Next week, in May, we need to go out and tell. Ask people to come in. Invite your friends. Invite your neighbors. Invite anyone. Just tell them and ask them to come in. Share with them the testament of what God is doing in your life. Have we all got a testimony in our lives this month? Has God done something for you this month? So that which God has done for you, share it with someone and give God the glory. Because those that are out there, there are lots of people that are hungry and desirous of the things and the benefit that we're enjoying. Praise the Lord. So we repent this month. Next month there shall not be any of our commands meeting that we will not have visitors. Or did the visitors leave before we finished? I'm sure they didn't. That means we've not gone out to tell people. So please ensure that we do that. I'd like to remind us all that Sunday is a combined service, Thanksgiving service. It's going to be the, and that's going to be our pattern on a monthly basis. We have overcomers, and then the next Sunday, the last Sunday of the month, we come together as a family to have joint thanksgiving. So we have the baby dedications, we have all the birthday celebrations, we have all the anniversary celebrations together on one day as a single family. It would ensure that we all, it would also ensure that we all get to know each other. Praise the Lord. Bethesda, Cathedral, and every other. Praise the Lord. And this week, or this, t- tonight, we have, we have Birmingham in our midst as well. And on that note, <laughs> praise the Lord. On that note, I'd like to remind all pastors, elders, and their spouses that our, month, our quarterly meeting is taking place tomorrow at 12 noon. 12 noon here at the cathedral. 12 noon here at the cathedral.
not 12.05, not 12.15, 12 noon here at Cathedral. And please plan to be here early, not on time, but early. And the Lord will bless you. We want to start prompt at 12 noon. And um, there's a lot that the Lord is going to be doing in our midst. So please don't forget. Um, and please don't send apologies to me. If you have any apologies, send it to Apostle directly. <laughs> it's always in my... <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's welcome Mommy and Daddy from India as a family. Welcome from India. I'm sure that Pastor Katara is watching all of you here now. Well, we thank God for this night. The anointing you have received will work for you. As you depart this building tonight, you will begin to see manifestation. Let me assure you this. With God, all things are possible. Shall we rise up together, please? Now, um, I would like to make this special announcement Everyone that is wedding this year, it is compulsory for you to see Apostle next Sunday, this Sunday rather. After the uh, meeting, I will hold a special meeting with everybody who is wedding. Please, if any one of them is not here, tell them if they don't report on Sunday, they have to postpone their wedding. Because there is a very cogent uh, and very important announcement that we're taking you through. Also, God spoke to me about uh, the the children of all our pastors and elders. From this Sunday, all the children, youths, who are children of pastors and elders. This, they sit immediately after the um, choir, they will all sit there. And I want ushers to implement what I've said. And I want all elders and pastors, before you come to take your seat, lead your children to that place. There is an assignment for them which has to be done. I'm not talking about small children now, I'm talking about those who are in their teens. Among them, once they are really from 12, not since 12 is the age of Bamisfa. So from the age of 12, they will sit like this before me. When I move in the power of God, I can reach them quite quickly. And also I want to announce this before we close. Those of you who are watching us, thank you for watching. That I want adult male here to be sitting in the midst of the young ones over there so that I don't want young ones sitting together. I want a space between the young ones that an adult will, sing, will sit down and monitor them. Now, I told you that this month of May, God gave me that inspiration.